0: Hi, I'm Katie. Um, I'm 32. That's my son over there who's two. Um, I am creating a podcast that is going to be mostly me cussing a lot. Um, I want to be there for moms, but I can't really change how I talk. It's super annoying. I get it. I don't know where I picked it up from. I mean, I think I do, but we don't have time to go into that shit. Anyway, um... I have five kids. I don't know if I said that already. And a dog and a husband. Um, I'm hoping to have lots of guests and lots of other moms. This is all about how staying at home is a really fucking hard job. And we don't respect it as a society. That's fine. We already kind of knew that. Uh. But when you're in it, you really feel lost. You're alone. I mean, you try to make friends with other moms. Maybe you live in like a place where all the moms are like super intense yoga moms. uh, And you don't really feel like you fit in. Maybe you live in a place where all of the moms have been there their whole entire lives. And they know everybody. But you kind of just got there. You know, there's these weird spots in life that we get into that we don't belong anywhere, really, and we're kind of stuck. And being a housewife is like spending 13 years like that, straight, maybe even longer, maybe shorter, depending on how kick-ass your kids are. But mine are needy for lots of stuff, running around, doing all this stuff. My point is you get lost in this job, and you don't really have a way to meet people at work is really what i'm saying and depending on where your location is those moms either kind of fit in with you or they don't or maybe you do but they're missing this one part of yeah it doesn't matter point is i'm here i want to get other moms on board that are here i want your emails i want your stories i want your phone calls i want advice. And I want to send it out to the other moms. We're kind of making a little like backdoor trucker radio, like how the truckers like know everything about each other and talk to each other, but they're never all together. That's what I want to do for moms. Uh, This is my first episode, so it's going to suck ass. And like probably the next 12 are going to suck ass. But if we do this and we... ...send in things and we contact each other... ...we can open up this truck radio and get some advice going... Um, ...and also just to say sometimes... ...this fucking sucks so hard sometimes... ...and you can do it girl... ...I know you want to shove your husband's face through a window... ...but you can fucking do it... ...I, I know you'll make it through today... ...I know you can do it... Uh, ...I want to talk about everything that happens during our lives... And how no one else really understands that, except for other moms. Uh, want to come together, whether you have, uh, whether, I mean, you can be one of those, in, you can be one of those intense moms that does yoga. We don't care. I just want you to listen to the parts of us that we all share. For example, all of us has cleaned up shit. All of us has cleaned up shit in a spot where shit doesn't go. Everyone here has done that. Everyone listening has done that. Every mother has done that. So let's commiserate on that. Let's help each other. What do I do when blank happens? Oh, you know what? Cindy from Minnesota says she blah, blah, blah. And that shit seemed to work. So kick ass, Cindy. Thanks for letting us know. That kind of stuff. That's an example of what I want this to be. So it's going to be garbage at first. But I think if we stick together and listen and tune in, maybe we can get something started here. So I want to first talk about Christmas. I want to talk about Christmas as a mom. It is fucking lame and we have to do all of the fucking work and we like it too. We want to have some fun. Um, Recently, I made an advent calendar for a friend because she has no idea how hard she works. Like I watch her and she's like a fucking magazine. She's beautiful. Her house is always clean. She's always nice. Her fucking cooking is off the chain. Her birthday parties are like a 10 out of 10. She's got everything going on. So I wanted to do something nice for her. Because she said that she never gets an advent calendar. But she makes an advent calendar for every person in her house. Every year. So her husband and her two beautiful children. But she doesn't just like make it. She fucking... Puts, like, love and care into it. I've seen the pictures. Like, she buys individual different things for every single day with care. Not like I would, where I would, like, fucking probably just throw in a bunch of Dollar Tree shit and be like, okay, great, that's 25, great, fine. Because I have all these ideas and I want to be like her. I want to be perfect and beautiful and have a wonderful house and put care into everything that I do. But I'm not, and I don't know how to do it. I've tried a lot, but I don't really know how to do it. So, in back to her, I'm very sorry. I sidetrack fucking constantly. Anyway, so I did it. It's so hard to think about 25 things. It's so hard. Like, the fact that she is doing this. And I'm telling you this because if anybody else out there is doing this, I see you, girl. That shit is hard. And I had to constantly think about it. It was on my mind all the time. Every time I went in the store. Every time I saw something online. Oh, I got I got to do this for Nikki. I got to do this for Nikki. I got to do this for Nikki. Okay. Now, I did it. And Nikki sent me a text for the first three or four days, probably because the last two days are like garbage crap that that I got. But um, every single day I get a text from her. Oh, look, I'm doing this and I'm enjoying this and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. My point is the joy that she gave me by watching her have a good fucking time and actively get a gift. Like actively receive something, something she doesn't get to do often, is so awesome. And I loved it. Now I know why Nikki does it. Because it is so fucking beautiful to watch someone that you care about get a gift and light up. Oh, it's awesome. Okay, so for our first advice segment, I'm going to call on some advice that i received from a woman a couple of years ago Um, she was a totally bonkers banana um, insane religious homeschooled all of her kids they were super weird they didn't make eye contact Uh, my point in telling you that is just because we didn't have anything in common doesn't mean we didn't mom together we're in this fight together and so that's the whole point of this entire thing right is that all different women have advice to give that's helpful Um, and one of those things was she told me that what she does is that she picks one thing so one thing at a time to focus on with each kid so I can only call from examples of stuff that my kids have done One of those being that Hank used to spit in people's faces, do that stupid thing constantly. I couldn't get him to stop. And uh, I kept freaking out. Well, also, he hit. And also, he never cleans his room. And also, he pisses on the toilet constantly, all over the floor, on the wall behind it, because he doesn't use his hands. All this stuff was going on at the same time. So she said to focus on one thing. What one behavior would you like him to change? Meaning stop nagging every single thing they do. It's terrible. Your mother did it to you. Or if you had a shit mother, she didn't. And you were jealous that it happened to everyone else that their moms cared about them. Again, totally separate topic. But you know what it feels like to be micromanaged. It's horrible. Knock it off. So, focus on that one thing. So, this week or this month or like fucking Sesame Street, this episode is all about blank. Is it about that thing or shitting uh, in your pants still? When you know you're not supposed to and you're old enough to not. Is it chewing on every pencil in the house? Is it leaving your dirty underwear all over the damn place? Whatever it is. Is it your teenage daughter's sass? Whatever it is. Just focus on that. They have enough shit going on in their lives. You have enough shit going on in your life. Uh, let's just all take it down a notch and focus on one thing at a time. So I hope that helps anyone out there because it really did help me. It really helped me to understand and at least, because sometimes we forget, but at least focus on who you are, what you sound like to your kids. Would you want to hang out with your least favorite boss that was following you around with a clipboard, constantly attacking everything you do? Mm, No, that's not a real good relationship foundation. So I think for this week, let's all try to do that. Let's all try to focus on just one thing, even about yourself. Just one thing. Just let's make it easy on everyone. So thank you to the crazy neighbor lady who I guarantee is not going to listen to this Now or at any other time. But she gave us all something to think about. So if anyone has any advice on calm, next week I'm going to talk about calm. What does that mean? How do we get it? Has that shit worked for anybody? If you have advice that you feel like you can offer to the mom community, let me know. Text or up uh, sorry. Email it to uneducated housewife at gmail.com. Again, uneducated housewife at gmail.com. How do you keep calm under the most intense mom circumstances when you're about to lose your full-on shit? How do you stay calm? I would love to know. It's a personal problem that I have, so I can't wait to read it. So send me those emails, and let's get together on this trucker radio. Hey, everyone. Just got back from the library. We went to a little baby party. It was super cute. Um, the baby is taking a nap, so I'm ready to do fucking kill it. Let's do this. First, um, I want to start out with, um, that's like a working title. I'm calling it Killing It Corner, but I'm not really sure. Any ideas are are helpful. Um, I want to start out by saying that I want to recognize Lisa because she went out with her baby for the very first time. Uh, That's really fucking hard. You're killing it. You did it. It's terrifying. I'm -hmm. sure that she was covered in sweat. But she didn't let it stop her, and she did it. So that is a congratulations. I want to also recognize a lady I saw today. She took twins, like babies, I think they were like nine months, out to the library with a two-year-old little girl. And as she was talking, I think that there's another kid. So, fuck, if you think I would ever leave the house with twins... Shout out to my friend Nikki. Uh, I would probably just lay around the house and cry all fucking day. So you're killing it. You're my personal hero. Uh, Fuck yes. I don't even know what else to say about it except for you got out of the house, girl. You fucking did it. Your whole day is just complete. Uh, I also got some really good responses to how people calm down. So I just want to kind of go right into it because I'm... Absolutely terrible at it. So let's start out. I put it out on the internet because I love the internet. Um, if you are not on Reddit, R E D D I T, I recommend you get on it asap. Um, there's, it's like social media, but for me, it's like way easier to deal with because I have ADD so bad that 90% of the time when I'm talking to someone, I'm so distracted by how they move their mouth or what their sweater looks like or what their kids are doing in the background or, ooh, a squirrel, anything just distracts me. I cannot focus on anything anyone is saying. So this is a place that really helps me because it's like having a conversation without any of the distractions. Um, And there's no pictures, really. I mean, you can subscribe to the ones that have pictures. I choose not to. But um, you're not looking at like, oh, look at my perfect Thanksgiving spread that I did. It's not like that. It's amazing. And people are honest. Um, and you can read. And you can find some really great support systems there. Um, so I want I put out the question. And I got some responses. And they are way better than any content that I could have given you. So I'm just going to read them. Because they're badass. And then we'll discuss. Um, so one of my favorites says when you feel bad when you feel so bad that you want to roar take a deep breath and count to four sorry about getting Daniel Tiger in your thoughts I do sing this to my toddler and try to play the episode after his meltdowns to help sink it in so this person gave advice on a Daniel Tiger episode and they go on to say later because I commented about how I was gonna look it up and all that she said that eight out of ten times she can get the toddler to settle down If she sings this during his tantrums, holy fuck, eight out of 10, that's legit. Try it out. So I don't know if you watch Daniel Tiger, but it says when you feel so bad, you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. One, two, three, four. Uh, I'm so jealous that shit like this wasn't around when I was a kid or I wasn't paying attention, really. Um, That's probably more likely. Because that is so awesome, and I need that in my adult life. So, thank you, uh, internet stranger. I love you. Um, Someone said, I struggle with this too. Just like with the kids, it helps if I'm not hungry and have gotten enough sleep. And it helps me immensely if I get time to myself regularly. When I'm with the kids 24-7 for days straight, I tend to get irritable. Other than that, trying to find my inner zen on a daily basis is probably going to be a lifelong struggle. That's one of my favorites because, you know, I said like, oh, next week I want to do calm. What the fuck does that even mean? Like that is a daily struggle for me. So um, it's probably less a topic, more of a constant conversation. It's a conversation that you have to have with yourself every single day. Me? Me? Sometimes like a hundred times a day. Um, my insides go from like so happy to so fucking angry um, very quickly. And so I'm trying to work on that because uh our kids are mirrors of ourselves. And my son, Hank, in particular, is exhibiting that behavior. And to watch him do it and to know that it was me and my fault hurts really bad. So I'm trying to set a better example for him because he deserves it. And I want him to have a really good life and to be better. So again, this person is awesome for reminding everyone that this is a daily struggle. It's not just something that happens. It's something that you work on and do every single day. And some days it's super easy and you feel like, hell yeah, nailing it. And then other days, you're like, wow, I sounded like my mother. Oh, God. You know, stuff like that. So, okay, the next one. Let's see. This says, I'm a teacher, and when we are observed, I'm always on my best behavior, giving it 100%. When I'm knackered, I don't, knackered? From kids and want to slack off. Oh, tired. They must be exhausted. I'm knackered from kids and want to slack off. I imagine I'm being observed, or at least think, What would it look like if the head walked in? I love this one because so many times when you're out at the playground, you're like, oh, please don't do that. We're gentle with friends. But at home, mm, a lot less. You're just like, give it to me right now. I asked you for it. Um, And that's immature and, again, exhibiting bad behavior. So if we constantly put pressure on ourselves, like, is this? I I don't like um, the idea of, like, someone else watching you. As much as I like you watching you, um, a sidetrack story, which is what the only thing I'm really good for, Um, I accidentally recorded myself one time in my purse. Um, I was reaching around for something and it was the entire time that Hank and I were walking to the car after school and he was telling me all of this hard stuff that happened to him and I was like, oh my God. That sounds terrible. Uh, What did you do? You know, and all of these things that when I heard it, I was like, fuck yes. I am a kick-ass mom. I was nailing it right then. And so if you you look at it that way, like what would you say if you were recording it and you heard yourself? Now, that was one example that makes me look really cool because I was fucking nailing it that afternoon. But I mean, like... There's other times where, if I saw it, I would be so embarrassed for me, myself. I don't like the pressure put on you from everyone else or any other direction, or you you don't answer to anyone, but you do answer to yourself, and I on the other flip side, found a video a long time ago um I think my seventeen year old daughter was like pff, four um and we're doing cookies, and she was asking something, and I was ignoring her, and it was cookies for Santa and letters for Santa, and I just kept on being like, stop, you know, or whatever, or I wouldn't give her an extra cookie, or I don't even actually remember what it was, but I remember when I saw the video, I was like, "God damn, give her the cookie, like, why are you being, ugh, stop, and so in that regard, I really want you to take a second and just think, like, if I recorded this, And watched it back. Would I be proud of myself? Am I giving them what they need? Um, So let's move on to the next question because I get distracted. But seriously, pay attention to yourself. I love that as an answer. Um, Let's see. I got a lot of alcohol and Xanax. Uh, So you do you, girl, if that helps. Um, I like this one. It helps me to remember that rowdy kids are often healthy kids. If I compare the way I raise my kids with how people thousands of years ago did it, I'm sure I'm coming out ahead. If a kid is being loud at a store, realize that kids do that. It's not some sacred value you're breaking by having a loud kid. The pressure you put on yourself as a parent will often be greater than the pressure others put on you. Relax and remember that kids don't have an instruction book. They... Won't be kids for long, and they'll be adults. Adults fucking suck. So I love this because they're kids. Um, And it brings up also a good point. I don't like when people don't remember what being a kid was like. Did you like when your mom wouldn't shut the hell up when she ran into a friend at the grocery store? No. It's literally miserable. I remember standing there like, shut up. Oh my God. As a mom, now I know it was because she saw another adult and was having a good time talking to another adult. But please remember, being a kid is hard. You did it. Why are you not thinking about that? Why are you not constantly remembering how much you wanted to do fun stuff and never any actual hard work? That's the point of being the parent. You're supposed to find the bridge between those two things. And I love this person's idea or mentioning that, that they're children. They're not perfect little things. They're children. And children are people. And sometimes they're hungry. Sometimes they're bored out of their mind. They just don't know how to smile and ignore things like you do. They haven't learned yet. Um. So be patient with them. Take a minute to understand that I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I think that the grocery store is literally the worst place ever. I absolutely hate it. So in that regard, I sympathize with the kids. Um, But in other things, you just have to remember, not everything is fun. Sometimes it sucks. So just take a minute to be patient. (coughs) Excuse me. The next one. I learned about stoicism, and it really changed my outlook on those moments. Yelling or losing it will not change my situation. <clears throat> Excuse me. I acknowledge I war- I acknowledge that I am frustrated and then act otherwise. It takes a lot of practice. That and reminding myself that my children are doing the best they can with what I taught them. So that's two really good points that I really, really like. Yelling doesn't fix it. It only makes it worse. Freaking out has never, ever fixed it. I always tell my kids that although I don't always exhibit that so that's a great reminder also doing the best they can with what I taught them I love that sentence because it takes responsibility you taught them stuff there might be some stuff that you haven't realized you haven't said out loud so they're just doing their best they're just trying to get through their day just like you are they may not even have the tools yet Or let's just say the right puzzle piece to get it to write and click in there. So taking a minute, breathing, not reacting. That's uh, great. I fucking wish I could do that. That is awesome. A lot of reading comments. I love that. Reading actual grown-up stuff. Not just always, you know, Eric Carl. Like actually read some stuff. Love it. Um, If you're hungry, eat. I always have snacks with me. And if I've eaten them and I'm going to be out of the house, I will stop and get some. Uh, and they don't feel bad. They said they go on to say they don't feel bad about that. I love that because I'm a huge snacker. I always have food in my purse. I will literally murder you if I have not eaten. It is such a nightmare. So I love that advice. Just keep some snacks. Just always keep some snacks. My husband jokes all the time they're not for the kids, that they're for me. And I think that's 100% accurate. So um. Laugh at yourself and the situation. As one problem piles on top of another, it might be possible sometimes to see how ridiculous the whole thing is. I don't know exactly how you get there at times when you're in it. Maybe just force yourself. I've been overwhelmed countless times as a parent, and on few occasions I found a way to laugh at it. That was instant relief. So I love that, and I feel like that could also be folded back into like the watching yourself, like if you were watching yourself. How ridiculous. Everyone watches these movies like, you know, Jessica Alba or The Beautiful One. I forget her fucking name. The, but you watch them and you're like, oh, being a mom is hard. It's so crazy. Ha 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 ha. Oh, the minivan broke down. Oh, she's about to lose it. And it's this funny movie that we all really like or watch or whatever. But that happens to you all the time. Pay attention to it. Like, get out of your head. Look at it. It's hilarious. You're standing I actually I saw this once I was standing in a checkout line in a grocery store and a mom is loading the groceries and a little girl is behind the cart (coughs) stripping down naked and I had to tell the mom like oh hey um your kid is getting naked and um she freaked out and I was like hell no that's hilarious like how funny is that? As a human being, that your kid is just like does, unaware of social situations, just like mm, I'm hot, I'm gonna take my clothes off right fucking now here in, in front of everybody. It was hilarious, uh, and I'm sure that that mom, hopefully, if she's you know got a little bit of uh, sense of humor, thinks that's funny now. Now that the kid is pff, shit, probably eleven, that's hilarious. Like that one time she got naked in the grocery store. So take a minute. To breathe and think that's funny. That's funny. If you saw someone else's kid doing that, you would think that's funny. So laugh at yourself. I I love that as an example. Um, This other parent said, learn to hit a heavy bag really fucking hard. Then schedule five to ten minutes a day for it. It takes your baseline stress level away. Uh, yeah. So I don't even think that needs to be discussed because yes. Just yes. Everything about it, Yes love the idea gym membership i found one that's 22 dollars a month and it has changed my life they watch my kid while i lift and do cardio for a couple of hours i'll watch tv or read while riding the stationary bike afterwards i feel physically and mentally so much better i feel better and more energized in general even on days i don't go (coughs) excuse me it has definitely helped my temper I love this because it is definitely just all around great advice. Um, we don't live in a place anymore where I can be outside every single day um, and be physical. And I notice that it's really affecting me um, mentally and physically. And I love that this parent spends the time and takes the time. We all make excuses like, Ugh, it's so hard to get in the car. Fuck, I don't want to pack up all that crap and drive down to the gym, and be at the gym for like an hour and a half, then I gotta come all the way back, and then by that time, the kid is hungry, and those are all excuses, um, if, if it matters to you, you'll make time for it, and I love this, and if it's something that makes you feel better, make time for it, so that's really good advice, uh, this one is my favorite, realize that in the grand scheme, most things don't really matter, like, in 10 to 20 years' time, will you really still care about whatever it is getting to you right now? Uh, again, the kid naked in the grocery store. is fucking hilarious. Also, stop and think. Why are you mad at the register lady having to send someone to check the price? She doesn't set store policy, and it's likely she isn't allowed to put the price in without someone having checked. Why are you really getting mad? Because the kids are playing, and now it's taking a little bit longer to get out of the store? Are you in a hurry? Did you have somewhere to be? Why does this temporary thing matter so much? Often it's getting mad for no real reason, like spending a few extra seconds at the register. It doesn't affect your day. This helps me to keep my frustration in perspective. I think that person's a genius um, and several levels ahead of me, but um, that's correct. It's absolutely, do you have somewhere to be? Sometimes you do, but I always tell my kids, what the hell is it going to matter? Let's take a second to really think about the consequence of that. Are we going to die if lunch is 10 minutes late? Nope. Are we going to not be friends with someone anymore because we accidentally had them wait 20 minutes for us at the restaurant? Nope. Mm, Are we going to die if we don't make the movie on time? Definitely not because um, it's recorded and you can watch it anytime. So those things... it's so hard to do that. It's so fucking hard to do that. But I love that advice. Take a second again. It's all in your head. Take a second to breathe and look at the situation from the outside. Is it that serious? I cannot tell you how many times I have watched someone lose their shit on someone, especially someone who doesn't make a lot of money, some, you know, minimum wage worker who's doing the fucking best they can, trying, and someone just loses their mind. And it's like, really? Is that fucking that serious? Is it that serious that you get your McDonald's burger under 15 minutes? Like, will you die? Yeah, I'm talking to you lady in yoga pants that I saw treating people like shit. Uh No. You're fine. You're fine. Also, it's McDonald's. It's not a five-star restaurant. You should take your fucking, you know, expectations down a notch. So, I love this person. Take a minute. Why does this matter so much? Um, breathe was an answer, which I love because it's just one word and it means everything. Just breathe. Um, so that's it. I'm gonna, there were a lot of like, um, you know, do this and do that and Xanax and alcohol and all of those are a totally different topic. I feel like, um, that's not really what I want to harp on right now because it's really you have to fix your mind. All of those things are temporary and I don't want that to be taken as I don't think you should get help. And actually take medicine if you need that. Um, I see you. I understand what it's like to hate yourself and get into such a dark spiral that you can't pull out of and you need to ask for help. Um, that's not alcohol that you grab onto. That's... Zoloft and Lexapro and and other things. There are people who want to help you. People want to help you. There is a doctor for that. Um, If you can't go to the doctor, I also am aware that that that's a real struggle. But the internal help... That's gonna that's gonna help a little bit more. So, um, talking about like reaching out and getting help, that's a totally different topic, and I definitely want to talk about that because there's a stigma against it, and I fucking know, girl, it is hard as shit, and I don't want you to ever be embarrassed for asking for help. So, um, don't get me wrong, I just don't want to constantly be like, oh, definitely take pills and drink alcohol. You know, that's that's not great. Um, I also had a couple of things that work for me. Um, and one of those things is I go screen free. Um, and that doesn't mean no radio or podcasts. It means that I don't take the phone with me anywhere. So I will plug it in and I will leave it. And it's not because I, it's really because I noticed that when I'm on Pinterest or Instagram, I am so attacky on myself. That's not the word I'm looking for, but that's what we're going with because it came out. So sorry. But when I look at people's perfect houses and their perfect kids and all of this shit that they've set up to look perfect, I hate everything. I'm so negative. Like, it's never good enough. Nothing's ever good enough. My kitchen is ugly and my stupid outfit is dumpy. It's not fair. It's not fair. Um, And I was talking to my husband about this. And he said something that I didn't even consider. And that was, you know, it's not the people's fault on Pinterest. And it's not the people's fault on Instagram. They're selling you something. Like their product that they're selling, whether it's their image or their mommy blog or their craft blog or whatever else. They're selling you perfection. Perfection if you, if you do this, you too will be perfect. But it's a false thing. We all attacked like in like the 90s. I remember there was this big attack on like girls fashion magazines. Um, so everyone like understood that and they were like, I'll never be the girl in the magazines. Mm, But now you're trying to be the girl on Pinterest. So it's just the same shit. It's a digital magazine. I mean, you're constantly like, my fucking stuffing is ugly. It's not good enough. I burned it. Fuck, it. this whole thing is ruined. I burned it. Ugh. Um, and it really lets us, it, it, it helps us keep ourselves down and treat ourselves like shit. Um, and when you turn it off, everything you do seems like, okay, like, mm, I made this. It's pretty good. Shit. I nailed it. Awesome. Um, Because I'm not comparing it to anyone else. Uh, and a great example, and that spills over, uh, 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 getting sidetracked. It spills over into every aspect of our lives. My hair is ugly. My face is ugly. My clothes are ugly. I'm fat. I don't work out enough. Dinner I make is shit. Um... I'm not doing right by my kids. They're oh, We don't do enough nature stuff. We don't do enough ABC stuff. Oh my God, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And the real to-do list is at home. There's a real one. Those things on the internet are things that you're putting on yourself, you're seeing other people do and thinking, shit, do I have to do that? And that's an unrealistic pressure. No, what you really do have to do though is get that that laundry from the washing machine to the dryer and the answer to that is not on Pinterest so that's what I catch myself doing and that's my personal tip um I don't know if it'll work for you um but it really works for me so put your phone away everything is fine do what's in front of you so if you're always on the phone and I don't uh, don't get crazy girl take that phone with you to go poop, okay? Like don't get insane and dive off the deep end and just be like, "Oh my god, we don't do any screens." That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, well, I'm cuz I don't even know how people poop without a phone. I don't even know. Like, I don't uh how boring. I think I might die. So <clears throat> don't put I'm not trying to put unrealistic expectations on you. I'm trying to tell you to pay attention to yourself. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. And that's a really good segment by accident. What, what? I'm killing it. Into um, sisterhood. And I want to take a minute to always talk about sisterhood. Um, I carefully choose the word sisterhood because I don't want to say feminism. So I want you to be it. To care about each other. So look at your friend. If she's better than you at something, that's awesome for her. That does not make you shit. I'm sure there's other parts of yourself that are better than her. Help each other out. Please stop taking each other down. So if you see a mom... Who's really good at paying close attention to her kids. Fucking tell her so. And ask her how she does it. Ask her for help. I suck at this so hard. How do you do that? Um, and it's the point of this entire um, podcast. Which I will now sidetrack very heavily from. Um, and to tell a personal story and how it folds into that topic of sisterhood when I was just a little background on me you probably all know because you know right now currently all my listeners are my friends which I love you thank you but in when I was 23 I got pregnant um and my husband had three children from a previous marriage and they were like mm, I you know, I think when Hank was born, they were like seven, six, and three. I could be off. I, I never remember details. I'm terrible. But you get the idea. Um. So I had them move in with us. Not Not my choice. That sounded like it was my choice. But we all agreed that it was best for the children for them to move in with us. So in one month, I had three children move in with me. When I was nine months pregnant. So I went from a cute little girlfriend with no responsibility. OMG, he has kids. I love them. So fun. To a mother of four in under a month. All of which were under the age of 10. Uh, and so it was a nightmare. And we'll definitely talk more about that shit later. Because I, this podcast is dedicated to me 10 years ago. I want to help anyone who ever did that. Because that shit was hard as fuck. And I'm I'm so happy now. And I just want to reach into time. And hug that precious little scared child. um, And that is coming from an adult of 32. Which is not even like that old. And here's why I'm saying all of that. My ramblings usually have a point. If you just wait with me. I'm so sorry. So. Just to give you an idea, I'm a child. I'm 23 years old. I have an infant, a first baby, and I am at a birthday party. My very first birthday party. Took Gage. He's six. He's a beautiful, happy child. I'm watching him color, and I'm standing there against the wall holding my baby, who of course was crying because I'm stressed out and covered in sweat. So just so everyone knows, my baby's freaking out and I'm trying to get him to calm down. To add to this, I am always wearing pigtail braids, so I'm sure I looked like a fucking teenager. So I'm standing there, and all of the moms are in a group over in another side of the room, and they're whispering, and they're pointing, and they're looking at me. And I'm, I I try so hard to be a reasonable person, And I'm sitting there like, they're not talking about you, Katie. Calm the fuck down. Oh, my God. This isn't middle school. Nobody's attacking you. It's fine. But I would look over and they would just be looking at me. Gage turns and he says, oh, Miss Katie, can I have another cupcake? Before I could lean in and I shit you not. Before I could lean in to talk to my child who I'm trying to fucking help. A woman is between me and him. And she goes, oh, are you his mom then? Oh my God, are you his mom? And I was like, no, I'm not his mom. I I would be 13 if I was his mom. Like at the time when he was born. What the fuck? And she goes, oh my God. Uh, Now that she's talking, all of the other women are more comfortable. She must be the leader, right? She must be the fucking leader hyena. And she comes in or they all come in. And they're like, oh my God, we were totally trying to figure it out over there. And I don't know what they were talking about after that. There was a whole conversation going on that my body was part of, but my mind was not part of, if that's ever happened to you. And while they're talking, I'm just thinking, holy fuck. They were talking about me. Like they were over there talking about me. And at the time... I'm pretty sure I probably went home and cried or spent like lots of time freaking out or whatever. I don't remember, honestly. But I do remember how it made me feel. And I do remember it breaking me just a little bit. And I was so scared for so long that they were talking about me, that everyone was looking at me, right? So like, what have they done? They just made my worst fear a reality they they if they're fucking horrible people. I th- I thought they were talking about me and they were. And as an adult, you're a f- I'm an adult now. Okay? I've got a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a baby. You're a dick. I would never ever treat a baby like that. So, looking at it from that perspective and looking back on it, like I was a child. You were attacking me. Um, And so these are topics that are personally inside of me. And I want to get out. And I want to give it to me back then. If this has ever happened to you, I want you to know that's not okay. And that's not how everyone is. And you don't need to, to let those people keep you from giving love and sisterhood. And finding women who support you. Um, My husband is always telling me, please stop giving people compliments. It makes them feel weird. To which I always respond, I don't give a fuck. Because if I give you a compliment and you receive it and you give me one back, that's the people I want in my life. I want those women with me at birthday parties. I do not want the hyena pack. I also always want to go back and as an adult now, look at the hyena pack and think about, I was their worst fear. I am a little child. And I took their husbands, right? That's what they see. That's what they see is that some little girl now is raising their kid, they put themselves into that situation in their minds, you know, or mm, they're not happy. It's probably a little bit of both. They're not happy. They hurt me on purpose. That's horrible. This job is hard enough without being unhappy. And if they're that unhappy on the inside, I am so terribly sorry for them that it got that far uh and that's i i want everyone to stop that it's an idealistic silly little thought but the only way to do that is by actively doing it um and so in that regard i want to end out this episode by telling I want to, I don't know how I'm going to do this yet, so please bear with me because again, I don't exactly know what I'm doing and we're all stumbling kind of through this together. So, if you're listening, I appreciate you more than you'll ever fucking know. Um I want to take a minute to recognize someone I am in envy of every fucking day. And that is my friend Bibi. Bibi, I love you. I am so fucking proud of you. I I cannot tell you how strong and beautiful I think you are. Bebe raised her son on her own and not by choice. Bibi did all the right things. Bebe found a husband who had a good job and he was a good man. So it seemed right. Everyone else's worst nightmare. The man that you loved and Bibi got a beautiful house and she did all this shit on her own because She is a strong, beautiful woman. She went out and she got a life for herself. And I'm not going to put BB's shit out there, but her husband turned out to be terrible. And she had no idea. And she tried and she kept it together, but it just couldn't be saved. And so for the last shit, I fuck BB, I'm sorry for not knowing, but for the past six or eight or 10 or whatever years, Beebe has been raising that boy all on her own and she not only does this she's beautiful and she's smart and she's kind even though the world has fucked her so hard sometimes because she's a beautiful strong black woman so where she lives that's not okay Um, And she had to deal with some very serious racism at work. So on top of dealing with personal matters, on top of being a mother trying to get a boy to to football and whatever else that he had to do. Bryce, I love you. Whatever else he was doing, she fucking did that. But on top of it, her workplace, where she spent most of her day, was horrific. But she fought it. Not only did she fight it, she didn't just quit. She fucking took those motherfuckers to court. She drove her ass all the way down to the Capitol. And she sat across from someone. And she fucking told them this is not okay. Bebe is my inspiration every fucking day. And she takes every second she can to tell me and other women how lovely they are. And what they mean to her. And she'll give anybody a compliment. And I love that about her. Everyone should strive to be like Bebe. She doesn't whine. She doesn't piss and moan. She gets up every fucking day and she does what she has to do. And she does it with love. She does it with love. She doesn't go through the motions. She means everything she says. I love you, Bebe. You're strong. God damn it, you're so much stronger than me. And we both had a very similar mom. And sometimes I use it as an excuse. And it is not. BB never lets it be an excuse. I love you, BB. I miss you every day. Keep it up. Keep working hard. I see you, boo. Next, I want to end with. I'm not good at segues, so I'm going to get better. <clears throat> Our homework for this week is to tell your friends how you see them. Boom. Nailed it. Just did it. I love you, Bebe. You're beautiful. You're a strong fucking Barbie, and I love you. Uh, I'm sorry. You're not a Barbie. Barbie wishes she had that ass. But she don't, baby. Go get it, baby. Now, uh, the homework is to tell everyone. Tell them. Just tell them. Tell them, damn, Nikki, your house looks fucking good as shit. Damn, you look good in those pants, Kelly. Damn, everything is beautiful. Your kid is looking fly today. Wow, I can't believe you made it out of the house with twins. Fucking nailed it. Tell people that don't, don't want to be better, be better. Don't compete with people. If her kid is better than yours at something, that literally doesn't automatically mean your kid sucks. It doesn't. It's not a competition. Use some humility. Say, I love you. Oh my God. That is so great. How did you get her to do that? My so-and-so won't, won't do that. And I just, I kind of wish that she did. I mean, Don't beat yourself up. Again, the comparing is a little... Don't do that. Don't compare your kids to other kids. But I hope you understand exactly what I mean by that. And that is, if she's a better wife than you, ask her how she did it because I guarantee you she fucking worked at it. It's not some shit she just comes naturally to. Like, she worked at it. If she has a cleaner car than you, she works at that. That's not something that just happens. Um, People always tell me... Well, your husband is blah, blah, blah. Or, well, that's... You don't understand because your marriage is great. Yeah, bitch. He didn't come out of the box like that. I didn't buy him like that. That's work. So, I I, want to help. Everyone. Everyone ask how did you do that? Because as mothers, we don't get enough recognition for shit we did. Like, we want to tell you. We want to help you. Like, I want you to be happy. I, too... I don't want to get attacked for having a good marriage. That's, you know, I worked hard on that. I want to wear it. I want to be proud of it. And if we ask each other and we help each other and we create an environment where humility and kindness are real and we're really giving our true selves to it, then we can all like our husbands. Fuck yes. We can all have this perfect thing that we think we need. And really appreciate it. Really appreciate when shit's not going our way. Take the time to laugh because our kid got naked in public. It's fucking hilarious. God damn, that was one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. My point is, only by giving love and not competing with other people will the relationships that we build be pure and actually real. So help yourself by doing it. Be the example. Show people like, hey... It sometimes it feels weird. Sometimes it does feel weird. I'm not going to lie, but I'm never sorry for saying something nice ever. If I say something nice and you don't take it that way, mm, fine, cool, whatever. But I said it. I cannot tell you how many fucking strangers have hugged me. And like this one mom straight up almost cried. It was so cute. Um, I told her how, like, she. I just, like, interrupted her and was like, girl, you look so fucking hot today. Like, you are killing it. Your hair is better than everyone else's here. Your shit is on point. You're even carrying your baby and you still look good. I look like a goddamn mess. You are killing it. She stopped everything she was doing and she hugged me in the best way. The best way. A pure way. She wouldn't let go. Like, that was the only fucking thing she's ever wanted to hear in her life that's awesome. Do it. If people don't receive it, that's fine. That's all of their problems. They got to work out. Not you, girl. You do it because the hugs that you will get sometimes you'll remember for years to come because they're pure and beautiful. And now you have those experiences in your life. So your homework is to tell people, mostly your friends, I kind of want you to start with like people that you love. Because, mm, I don't know. Sometimes it's easier to do with strangers. You do whatever you want. I don't want to tell you what to do. But love people. Say it. If you think something that's lovely, that's lovely in parentheses. Do not say mean shit. If you think something that's lovely, tell somebody. Just fucking say it. Just do it. No one's ever going to say, what a dick, for complimenting someone. So do it. All week. And I wish you the best of luck. Oh, also... Um, some topics that I want to cover in the future and I don't have a schedule yet, but, um, if you have any advice on the following topics, send them to me. If you have advice or you feel like, hey, I did something really good, uh, and I want to share it with the world, fuck yeah, give it to me. Um, so that's uneducatedhousewife at dot gmail.com. I want to talk about being a stepmom. uh, Something I feel like I might have a lot to offer. Um, Being a stepmom with a child with special needs. Having a child with special needs. Having a shit mother. Girl, I see you. Hello. On the team. Send it to me. We'll talk about it. Um, Having twins. Oh, God. uh, You're a fucking boss. If you've done that, you're a motherfucking boss. Like, just yes. Um, So please give us advice so that we can give that to other moms who have twins um, sisterhood is going to be a running theme on this. I'm real sorry if it's annoying. If it's annoying to you, you're not the person for me. So supportive. How did you find good mom friends is a great topic. I'd love to share that with anybody who needs it. Um, I met a girl today who said I have no friends and the way she said it made me cry a little. So please share any mom advice that you have. We love you. Um, Again, if you listened to this whole entire thing to right now, I fucking love you. Thank you. Thank you. I I cannot tell you enough how much it means to me. You have a fucking lot of shit to do today. And you spent time with me. And that matters to me more than you'll ever know. I love you. And I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.